Hey there, we're pulling this episode from our story archives where we've covered part one and part two of Lupin in preparation for part three of Lupin releasing October 5th. We hope you enjoy this episode and our upcoming deep dive coverage on Lupin part three. This is just a permanent thing. I don't know. I don't know what you did. Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I did. All right. Welcome back to the season finale episode of Lupin Part 2. Episode 10? 11? Well, it's, it's Part ten. 2, Episode chapter 5. Ten, chapter, ten. chapter 10. Yeah, there you go. Part 2, Episode 5, Chapter 10 of Lupin. I'm Mario, and I'm here with... Zachary, welcome everyone again. It's almost like I was just talking to you recently, right? Yeah, too soon, to be honest. We're talking to each other too much these days. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. I really, I like Zach, you know, during this podcast, outside of this podcast. <laughs> you, know, you saw last episode what he said ten dollars ten dollars i'm just kidding he's a great guy all right let's get going here we had a jam-packed finale seems like the last nine episodes have just been leaning up to this because it is the finale but um mm-hmm. there was some decent closure here zach this was your first time watching the finale this was my second time i think maybe third yeah uh what were your takeaways from this episode we're gonna go and do like a, um our typical recap but um, yeah. just immediately, what was your what were your thoughts? Takeaways: There's definitely going to be more uh, Lupin shows. There's probably going to be some spinoffs. I, I could imagine. Um, and uh, Asan should have uh, pressed a little harder. Ah, I see. You're still stuck on the fact that Asan does not take a life in this episode as you wish. Yeah. But I'm very happy about this. I'm very yeah, happy about you get this. And, uh, for free. I'm, I'm yeah, drinking some so of that. We'll see. I return in a week, so you know, I'll be, I'll be awaiting my bu- my Buffalo Trace. I gotta try the Buffalo Trace. I'll let you have a cup, pal. I'll let you have a cup. Uh, yeah, maybe a glass. Yeah, but I get to use the um, I get to use the the ones uh, that I got there. I forgot what those are called. Oh Anyways. yeah, I'll have to bring those, or you know, you come over or something. I will figure it out. Okay. Okay. By the way, I think our meeting has a little bit of a lull here in connection. I'm gonna leave the meeting and come back in. Yeah, I kind of think you're right. Do it. Well, Mario's currently disappeared and might be talking, but we'll we'll find out. Hello there. Welcome back. All right, we'll have to edit that in some way. Nah, don't worry about it. I just told them you were on your way back, and oh, you're you probably talking while you're joining. Yeah, oh, that's, I that's was what, just talking that's to fantastic. Listening. Yeah, right. Should, should, no yeah, editing. Let's Isn't let's it go. great? Yeah, I don't want to edit this. You know, so, I mean, either no dead uh, space, just uh, <laughs> retards talking. All right, let's <laughs> let's hop into the episode recap. I really did enjoy um, this finale a lot. There are some holes in it, as we typically do, tend to kick the hell out of the holes uh, from episode mm-hmm. to episode. But there were some large ones in here, uh, at least in my opinion. You know, but there is this element of uh, uh, what is it called? Suspension of disbelief. Is that what yeah. it's called? Whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, that, that is a term. 
Asan is such a mastermind that maybe he planned all of these things. So let's get going on our recap, episode recap. Take it away. The finale starts with a truck loading out computers for the donation system. Uh, Philippe is essentially watching over the the large stagehand cases coming down off the truck. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, you have the you have Pascal who really doesn't know his left hand from. I mean, he's he's good for being a goon. He's good for killing. He's a, he's a killing machine, uh, yeah. or so you would think until something happens in this episode. But uh, you have the loadout going on where these are very large cases for some computers here. I mean, you're figuring like what are they bringing in for this system? Yeah, it, it honestly, I mean, it looks like they're setting up their own server infrastructure and everything, which is a lot yeah. considering you don't really ever do that nowadays. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know ever. if you can accomplish that in a half day loadout either, you know, like a half day setup, you know, all that configuration. That would yeah. be a nightmare. Yeah, You're going yeah. to send all those so, millions of dollars to the wrong bank account or yeah. it's just going to fail. Yeah, that, know, uh, we'll get, we're, we're going to go back on that later because I wrote a note yeah. about this whole situation, <laughs> but, um, Anyways, they're clearly setting up for the event. You have the commissioner shows up. He shows up like it's a normal day at work, clocking in at 2 p.m., guys. Hey, Pascal, mm-hmm. just so you know, let's keep an eye out for Hassan. This guy, he likes to make a spectacle. He's almost bound to show up. Seems like yeah. everybody on the inside, the spectators, the journalists, the attendees, all it's almost a certainty they expect that Hassan is going to show up at this event. And mm-hmm. so we know he's going to show up too. So it's it's part concert and part how is this man going to get here and what is he going to do when he's here? <laughs> so as we go through this, I couldn't tell and I didn't rewind it. Um, and I forgot to start the episode here on my side, but I'll fast forward. Does yeah. the entire opening sequence occur as a one shot as they're going through the whole setup? I don't think so. I'm watching it now. You have the commissioner coming up the stairs. She's talking to, this is where the title sequence comes in when he talks about it. Actually, no. Yeah, hold on. Give it a go. Yeah, they're coming to the stage. This is a one shot. Really? Yeah. Do they cut to Pellegrini at some point here? I, I feel like they did, but I might be wrong. No, this is a one shot. This is a complete one shot. Very well done. Very well done. They have their different cues and everybody's in their right blocking. I love one shots. It's like a, that's fantastic. It they takes really skill did it. To, to pull off. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit distracted here because they are literally, it's great as you watch the finale and you see all the pieces of what Asan's plan are taking place in this one shot behind the scenes. Because mm-hmm. you can even get a, a, a view of Ben in the beginning of the episode here. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the opening title sequence, I'm assuming. Yeah, there we go. So it starts with the, actually like a giant one shot and then gets the title sequence which takes us to a flashback back to 1995 where Babacar is interviewed by Pellegrini, which uh, you really get a sense of how evil this man is, where he hires this guy on the spot. Clearly the opportunity of a lifetime for Babacar here and um, compliments him only to screw him over, uh, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is just the level of evil. And you just know it exists out there in the world. But when you see it's it called like this, it's racist. It's always disconcerting. It's evil, pure evil. So Pellegrini with his bad haircut takes over the interview, ends the interviewing process and hires Babacar. I guess he wants to screw over the most upstanding guy in the entire group. You know, I tell you what, though, I love I love Babacar. Like he's like his voice, his character. It's just it's perfect. Like I would watch 
It's it's like uh, it's like listening to Morgan Freeman. I was, it's just I that voice that calls you. Yeah, it's a calming voice. Calms you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, like, I, if I could have, like, a, a grandfather figure that buys that Baba yeah. car, like, he just passes by, we play <laughs> chess and stuff like that. That would be dope. Hey. Um, we get another flashback slash flash forward because we're in the future at this point. And uh, we get another view of the Assan drone infiltration of Pellegrini's house. This episode, Which took place a while ago. Yeah, yeah. When this, was that? That was in the first part of... Um, First Actually, season, right? Yeah, that's in the I swear it was in the first half. season. That's in the first half because that's before Fabian comes into the play. Yeah. So I really do enjoy the fact of how this episode tied things together, not just from the previous episode, but from episodes in the first half of the season. Uh, you get the infiltration scene and you get, um, that's essentially how they get the name of Lucas LaCroix, which is AKA the briefcase man, uh, AKA MVP and AKA the most stressed looking man on planet earth uh, from the previous episode who gets his briefcase stolen. And also uh, a wimpy ass man that cannot get off the ground. Can't get off the ground. Oh yeah. Well, I, you, you, you just laid there. You say wimpy, but you don't know what's going on in his personal life, man. You got to stop passing judgment on these guys so easily here. I mean, he's, he's a criminal. Know. Get he's off criminal. the floor. He's not a criminal. What do you mean? He's not a criminal. What do you, you think he's not doing some shady stuff with Pellegrini's money? He's not. He's not. You don't. Did you pay attention? He says he's known for investments that are safe and have stable returns. Literally, quote unquote. He doesn't do anything shady. I don't know. I, I think he even you know, he, he, he knowingly even gave the information to Pellegrini. What do you mean he knowingly gave the inf- he gave the information to Pellegrini so that he wouldn't go with the guy? He said, "Hey, I don't know. Be on the lookout." I, you're just I, looking I kind at the of, negative. I kind of, no, no, I, I kind of took that, took away, you know, from that scene that, you know, he was, he was in, in a very cautious manner telling Pellegrini who to hire to do what Pellegrini had wanted to do because, hey, I can't do it because my dealings are legitimate. What kind of subtext? Why else would he give him the for? name? What do you mean? Come on. This guy's a loser with, with all of these documents. Lose, he doesn't want his client to get poached. By the way, Pellegrini pulls the, the classic asshole CEO move here <laughs> with the, why are you wasting my time? Send me the account yeah. balances. That's a classic yeah. CEO move of just, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm my guy. This guy's just doing his job, what you hired him to do. And he's trying to treat you like a customer, but you're too important. You don't have time enough for anybody, except this dude's only just taking baths all day. Fat ass is mm-hmm. just taking baths all day while he the just smoking cigars. His cane. Yeah. The guy can barely walk. I, forgot I know. Hey, he you needs can't to go to sit the down gym. in a meeting for five minutes. I know he's an actor. I'm really being harsh on him here, but maybe some unresolved uh, stuff I'm going through. But uh, <laughs> what happened, Mario? <laughs> no, no, no. But you just, he plays it so well. He plays it so well. He's so hateable. Oh, he does. He's hateable. Uh, he, he really is. He really if I is. didn't have a whiskey bottle on the line, I would have been rooting with you, but we'll get to that part later in the episode. <laughs> uh, at this point, we know how Ben um, and Asan figured out who the briefcase man was. And Benjamin does his uh, intel process where he finds out that Lucas only carries his client's info in his briefcase, which makes me kind of agree with you about, wouldn't you be freaking out a bit more if your clients are the richest people in right. France or the world? And you're not getting up off the floor, but maybe yeah. he secretly wants to be done with these clients. You know, it's a but that, that's not being that's not being done with the clients, buddy. That that that's like losing done, all credibility done. and everything. You're done in the world. But maybe period. he's just done. Maybe he's just done, bro. Maybe he's had it up. <laughs> I think he really dove into his character here, and he <laughs> was just. Just look at him. If you look at his scenes, the facial expressions are of somebody who is tired of his job. 
for the purpose for the exact purpose of what I said of Pellegrini literally kicking him out. Like I make you money, pal. I take uh-huh. care of your money, and you treat me like this. You it know? had to have been a scene that was cut where he had hung himself or something. Where he what? Hung himself or something. No, absolutely not. He probably he probably funneled a bunch of money little by little out of their accounts into his uh, his personal account. Took off to the Cayman Islands and said, "Screw this." So, <laughs> anyways, they get intense intel here of how they got the briefcase. They steal the the briefcase and copy all the documents to uh, for what reason I don't remember at this point as to what information they gleaned from those documents. But um, I don't know. We cut to Lupin and Ben at a library. Hassan has a half-baked plan here where they're going to find an accomplice who is a, a Lupin fan. So they he thinks that we're going to find a guy who's going to be totally down to dismantle Pellegrini's life and career uh, just because he's in the Lupin Isle. But it's a pretty risky assumption. It is a risky assumption. And also, do you, how do you know it's going to just take a day? find this person that's you know? that's true too yeah it was the day before wasn't no it wasn't the day before no this was a long time before you're right it was a long time before but it was yeah. done in a day based on the way they shot the episode well, yeah i mean they found it in a day but also can we talk about that montage scene i like montage scenes like that where you're putting the crew together mm-hmm. and then you have like just the comedic side where they're kind of just you get like this moment between um asan and ben where they're just having a good time. It's almost like the good old days when they were kids kind of plotting a, a, a caper together. And so you yeah. see them checking out the people they see, an old person, and they're like, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they start laughing. <laughs> it's great. Uh, they end up being intrigued by this young goth kid who comes up. Skinny guy. Immediately looks like somebody familiar. And he's on to Asan and Ben. He not, says, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what were you going to say? I thought you were going to say it looked like me. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had long hair, but I was not goth with black painted nails. Are you all right, Zach? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't going there. But um, <laughs> they, he ends up catching on to Hassan and Ben. He, he knows clearly that these guys are there for some other reason other than, you know, being in the aisle reading. Mm-hmm. And so the kid agrees to join them on a plot here. He ends up being Philippe Corbert. Corbet, the supposed financial donation expert who's working on embezzling all of the money for mm-hmm. Pellegrini. They give the goth kid a complete makeover and create a new persona for him. Uh, I wonder if he's actually goth or whether he does that to both I, the library and steal the books. I don't know. I Well, he had to have been because, I mean, his hair was growing out. I mean, he's, he's got the boots, the nails and everything like that. He's got the the yeah, piercing but, in his lip. But like it would he be in this in this show, he had to have been. It would be interesting. I uh, honestly, this I think that whole scene of well, not necessarily scene, but him being Philippe was your favorite just part. Like, no, it wasn't my favorite part. It was like the most surprising thing to me because really? I, I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking that, and I didn't think he looked anything like this. Philippe kid. You didn't? I thought Nothing. I knew immediately. I didn't think he looked anything I knew like immediately. It. I didn't. No. Yeah. I, the thing is, I'm always like, suspecting first that it's always a son. So when he was a new kid in the picture and the way he was asking questions, I was like, oh, this guy is not, he's not who he says he is. He um, just seemed like a badass, like Russian or something. Nah, I never, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Uh, especially Pellegrini, just like completely listening to him on everything. I mean, th- I mean, Pellegrini's got to be dull as hell. Personally. He is, man. He he plays everything too close. And 
He's not very intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Well, Honestly, he's not. They create this persona for the kid. He creates the name Philippe Corbet. And they create this persona of him as being this financial wealth manager who has been poaching clients from certain people or from certain companies. And so Hassan calls Lucas LaCroix, who's the wealth manager for Pellegrini, and tells him, hey, Philippe, this is guy for Philippe Corbet who's been poaching our clients. He has questionable tactics and what he does with the money. Warn your clients so that he doesn't steal your clients pretty much. Hassan's pretty much playing to Pellegrini's greed here because he knows Lucas is going to call him because he seems like this worry wart who just worries about everything. And mm-hmm. he sure enough calls and Pellegrini's intrigued immediately at that this guy has some sort of positive uh, record with his uh, financial management records. So immediately, Philippe lands Pellegrini as a client and we get uh, a flashback to Babacar, probably just after having gotten the job with Pellegrini. Yeah. In which he gives a camera to a son, a Minolta something or other, which is yeah, pretty awesome because I literally just restored a camera this week. That's a Minolta uh, Maxim Five or Maxim S or something like that, and it's almost mm-hmm. identical to the camera that Baba yeah. Car got us on. I literally have it on my table right now, and I'm taking it with me on my trip, and uh, it's hilarious. It's an old Minolta. It's, I found that to be like very. Uh, very, very poetic. I was like, this is, this, I was meant to watch this episode. Today. It's fitting. Right? Yeah. It's very fitting. So Hassan's plan to get into the concert, as we find out, is he's in cahoots with Philippe. So he gets in via a rolling case that's under the guise of being a very large computer, an approximately six foot long computer. I mean, how many cases do you need for this computer system? Like Anyways. even even if you were have even if what he said was true, those cases are full of hard drives. Buddy. How much storage do you think transactional data is going to need? Like you're talking about a transaction is like such a, it's, it's like, it's bytes. It's that small. It's not megabytes. It's not gigabytes, terabytes, petabytes. It's bytes. And you got like 25 or was it 15 or 25 cases that size? Come on. Is a petabyte a thing? Yeah, yeah. You have a terabyte, and then above a terabyte, you have a petabyte. So a petabyte what? is a thousand. Ter- yeah, I think there's another thing above that as well. So a petabyte's a thousand terabytes, um, and then you have what is it, an exabyte or something do, like that? I do not look forward to having to go past a terabyte. Ugh, no. Hold on. Um, there, there. Hold on. Let me see. What is this? Uh, I want to know. Man, yeah, this yeah, yeah. After the terabyte, this meeting. after the terabyte, you have a petabyte. Then you have an exabyte, then a zettabyte, and then a yottabyte. But <laughs> I don't think we really have anything in zettabytes yet. I think you're going down a rabbit hole. Uh, yep, go ahead. <laughs> Off the hard drives that are six yeah. feet long. All right, so Asan is in one of these cases, which happens to be the one that they're rolling on that begins the one take. Um, and they just start can continue to transport this large case. Meanwhile, the commissioner is onto him, interrupts, and decides not to check all of the cases. I would have checked all those cases. Screw you, pal. <laughs> my whole my life is on the line here, buddy. The guy who's trying yeah. to get in here knows everything about my life. Okay. The only thing stopping him from literally ruining my life is nothing. So yeah, I'm gonna check all 15 of those cases. Mm-hmm. All of them. Moving on. <laughs> Turns out that back at the station, Sophia gets a tip that the footprint of the assassin that killed Leonard, aka Pascal, is smaller than Assange's footprint by a lot. Which made me think: Can a killer just wear a larger shoe? 
But but no, the, no, the killer's shoe was smaller. I know, but what I'm thinking is, uh, you know, if you're gonna kill someone, wear like three size three sizes up. Feel me? Well, so <laughs> you can actually tell that somebody's wearing a size of a shoe that's too big because of the displacement of weight within the shoe and in the footprint. Really? Yes. I've thought about these things sometimes. You gotta do something. I went to I went to school for for. Uh, some forensics and, and things of that nature. So. You were going to be a blood spatter guy, right? Not a, No, I was initially, I wanted to be a forensic scientist. Then I wanted to be a medical examiner. So I'd be the one doing the autopsies and cutting people open, telling that's, you when they died, how they died and all that stuff. That's disgusting. I was good though. I, I did great at it. Don't piss me off. Back to the show. It turns out back to the show. $10. <laughs> uh, Gadira shows the contents. You can see there's a bit of relief on um, Gadira's face here that the shoe size was uh, was smaller than a size. I don't think it, I don't even know if it was, was relief. Uh, he was just like, it was just like this cocky, like, eh, hey, look, look, look what I have. How long had was he sitting there without on his computer, just waiting for someone to walk by? That's what I was wondering. But I, I was talking about. I think he was relieved about the footprint because um, he he was worried Asan killed him. He was he was actually worried that Asan killed that guy. So yeah, he, yeah, he, you're right. He was because you know that that's not Lupin. Not it's not it's not Lupin. It's so not the MO. We find out. Gadira shows all the contents to Sophia and Lagir. Put, and Gadira puts it all together. He finds out that Leonard killed Diop's dad, uh, that he was in prison at the same time. The commissioner was in charge of the Babacar case. He ends up tying everything together between the Pellegrini connection with Dumont and, um, and Leonard. Meanwhile, at the concert, Asan has managed to sneak in. And uh, the news is present, and everybody's just fascinated about if Asan will show up. Um, mm-hmm. They're really like calm about it, considering at this point they, he's accused of murder. So, he's uh, the most wanted person in all yeah. of what France. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like I don't know what of what criminal, but like just like a serial killer, like on the loose, and everyone's like, "Whoa, he, you know, he's at the James Bond premiere. We just know he's gonna show up." But <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. Like, what the <laughs> what <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyways, Hassan shows up. I can't. I gotta make a note here. Those cufflinks that he had on that tux, sick. Did you see those cufflinks? Yeah. Yeah. I, I never wear cufflinks, but those cufflinks were dope. <laughs> I don't even know what was I don't on there. It was, cufflinks like, it was like a medieval looking caricature on there. Sick. Um, this is where I wrote down my note. How does Philippe know how to set up an entire financial donation infrastructure? Like how yeah, He's not a nerd. He's a goth. How well versed is this kid? Well, you can be a nerd and a goth. It doesn't matter. No, but this kid was not a nerd. Like this is, look, doing stuff like that, you have to be doing it for a long time. They know what you're doing. Okay. Well, he sets his shit up easily, and there's a seating chart and everything, and it, it can uh, yeah. Who's do- oh donating gosh. from what chair? It's from fan- what it's seat? Fantastic. It was just nuts. Fantastic. And he set it we up don't in have the day. This, this stuff and now. He wasn't even sweating. I mean, whoever created mm-hmm. the app and the show needs to get in contact with somebody else. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, with everything there in place now at this point, Ben's in there, San's in there, Philippe is in there. Plan must commence. So Asan changes and you get this nice little heart to heart moment between Ben and Asan to one of my points in the last episode where you need that contrast between Asan mm-hmm. being calm and collected and Ben being the nervous wreck that he is. And uh, yep. Ben notices that Asan is kind of like on edge here and he tells him, hey, calm and methodical as always. And he reminds him that he's always, he's the nervous one. 
So you get that mm-hmm. that great dynamic again between those two, uh, which is which is great. I wrote down in my notes, Ben is the real MVP. So <laughs> despite an episode four that he literally screwed up everything and his mistakes caused them to lose all of their hideouts and uh, yep. and probably a lot of money, uh, he, he made it up for it in this moment. He's a ride or die, man. I think everybody needs a Ben. I said this back in, in part one of this thing. Everyone needs a good friend like yep. Ben. I need, we should make shirts. Be a Ben. Be a, be a, be, be a, a ben. ben. Be a friend. <laughs> be a friend. Be a Ben. Like Ben. Be like Ben. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. The guests begin to arrive. I made another note. A ton of extras in this episode. How many extras did they have? There's a lot. Hundreds? A lot. Hundreds? This is, this is, I think this was the most. This was the big I've budget episode. Ever. Big budget yeah. episode right here. They brought out the, the big boy pants for this episode. Yeah. You get this scene between Juliet and Hubert. I call him Huber. I don't know why. Uh, Pellegrini, he compliments her and tells her he's proud of her. No idea what the point of this scene was. Uh, No idea other than maybe showing Juliet's emotion. Maybe it's setting up some sort of Juliet as a villain. No, maybe. No, I don't think so. Here's my theory. All right, go ahead. I'm going to zag here. I'm going to zag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Juliet in love with the son. Okay. She gives mm-hmm. it all. I mean, she's risking it all out here. You know, she's risking it all for love. Son comes, takes the thing that matters most to her, her foundation concert, makes it all about him, destroys her father's life after he finally gave her recognition, told her, I'm proud of you. And then destroy, he leaves her for Claire. He disappears out of nowhere. Imagine he comes back. And now Juliet has turned into some sort of, I don't know, some sort of villain. Not that she can't be redeemed, but that she turns into a villain because she's like, wait, my father was not a bad guy. And now I went with this other guy who ruined his life. I can see it happening. Uh, see, I don't, I, I can't see that happening because it wasn't like an innocent moment where uh, Pellegrini walks in and he's like, oh, I'm proud of you. You know, you did all of this. It's great. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't anything like that. It was a situation where it's like, he walks in, he's got everything in control. Everybody's in his back pocket. He's taking over what, over half of the, the proceeds and funneling that into his pocket. What was it? It's like 80% or something like that. But I'm going to be like you so here. There, there's no way. What if Julia secretly only cares about money? She knows her father's a no good lying scumbag. And so, but she doesn't want to go to jail for it. So she knows he's going to do it. She's going to inherit it all. Her mother's not in good standing with her dad. She already set up her mom to go talk to the cops. So she's not going to get anything from the father. Juliet's going to get everything. Pretty brilliant, right? Well, she would need to have uh, Pellegrini killed off for that to happen, though. What are you yeah, going to do, gonna wait be... another 20, 30 years till he dies in prison or something? He doesn't look no. very healthy. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> he, it, just because he doesn't look healthy, though, doesn't mean he's not going to live a long time. It doesn't matter. People Even like that does, that have drives gonna, she'll take that are just the pissed, they live a long time. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think she's uh she's got it in her. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, you get the uh Logier, Gadira, Sophia, you get the little trio of detectives that get to the concert without a problem. Which made me wonder if you can get anywhere 
just by showing your badge. I don't really think that's yeah. true. But uh, hey, I don't think so. Sophia's looking good here with her dress. She's all dolled up. Who does she end up with, Kadira or Lagier? I think there's a little love triangle there. I kind of think it's Yusuf. Yeah, I think she goes for Kadira. I think Lagier yeah. gets mad, becomes commissioner. That's how he gets. That's his cookie. He gets. He gets to become commissioner. I can see that. He. He just. I cannot see those two together. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just a working Gadira relationship. Though. That's it. I can see Kadira. Yeah, Kadira and Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the concert begins with a speech from Juliet. Uh, who looks so happy to be there? You gotta, she's the tragic figure of this whole part two season, I gotta say. Yep. And um, you get all the little moving pieces going on. Uh, ben has apparently this app on his phone that digitally unlocks doors. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know what the heck that is. That was what I noted down. I was just like, aside from the whole computer thing, just knowing where everybody's voting from what seat and exactly when. Yeah. The whole, I, just, let yeah. me just break it. I noted that. My That's phone. actually my, my next note is. Quite a sophisticated app that even has a seat diagram, period. Good Lord, period. That was my direct <laughs> note. Like it was, I was so impressed by the app that it was insane. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the concert begins, the music starts, and the money begins pouring in. Pellegrini sitting back like a smug uh, schmuck, uh, enjoying his embezzling scheme as a son yep. quite easily sneaks up on him. It makes me wonder what on earth Pascal is doing outside for Asan well, no, no, no. to get in there. Asan had been in there the entire time. He's waiting for him. No way. Don't, why else would he say you always save the best seat for yourself? Because he, he knew where he was going to go. So he was sitting there waiting for him. I don't think he was the entire there time. You think so? He was. Absolutely. Why wouldn't Pascal have swept the room? Why would he? They're guarding all of the entrances the entire day. I don't know. I don't. Think you know I'm right. You know, no, right? I don't know. He's there the whole time. I don't. I don't think you are, but you know, you might be. You might be. It didn't show. I mean, it, so I anything mean, could happen. Hassan would have had to have literally walked through Pascal like a ghost. Well, there was another door. If you look after the scene, we're getting lost here in the in the weeds. But uh, he comes out of a different door on the side. So I think he came in through a different entrance and walked behind everybody uh, to get to him, which is weird. Anyways, so at this point. Hassan has Pellegrini at knife point. It's probably the most important part of the episode. And he confesses to every crime he's committed against Hassan, killing Leonard and framing, trying to frame him for it, kidnapping his Leonard son, kill his father, framing and killing his dad. And there's a moment where Hassan really wants to kill Pellegrini, but uh, he tears himself away from him. I know. He should have just you. squeezed and pushed a little harder. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, we're going to share the whiskey together, so... Sorry, right, but don't right, give me none of these good. like airport bottles or like one of those like gas station bottles. I I want a real bottle <laughs> of whiskey, man. Uh, meanwhile, Hassan now must get out of the building or commence the next part of his plan. The music's great here. Really reminds me of um, of the opera scene in James Bond, uh, Quantum of Solace, I think it is. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when he's on the, the catwalk and he has a he has one of the earpieces. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he pretty much calls out everybody, and he starts scoping out everybody who's getting up from the seats. Mm-hmm. That scene is my favorite scene in that in that film, and one of my favorite Bond scenes ever because of the way the music ties in with everything. And they do it, it here, great. and the song's very similar to the one they use in Quantum of Solace as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Ben is doing his thing. He's moving around the venue, and at this point in the episode, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Asan gets caught in the catwalk and probably the most ridiculous encounter in the episode 
in which this man allows him to walk seven feet towards him to tell him, hey, your gun has the safety on. Do you mind if I take the safety off so you can shoot me? And the guy <laughs> lets him go there and touch his gun. Where on earth do they find this? That's the one thing I said. They I literally put, like, I can't yeah. defend this. And in no. the note, I put, sorry, I can't. I can't believe this. Just please do better. <laughs> It's, that it was wasn't terrible. even clever, man. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't get onto a police force or you don't become a goon if you don't know how to work a firearm like yeah. that. Really? I'm going to let you walk oh, seven man. feet towards me. Turns and out. On, it, it didn't even sound like he put the safety on. It sounded like like he, he disengaged the firing pin. Some guns you can do that on. Well, dude, how about looking at your gun if you're the goon and making sure? Yeah. How about knowing whether your gun has the safety on or not? Whatever. Let's move on. I can't defend that scene. It's just bad. No, not at all. It's terrible. Turns out Ben is just wanting to chill above the chandelier for a nice view, but it has a I purpose. I thought something epic was going to happen. Yeah. Though. I, th- I thought I thought what was going to happen was like he was going up there with a projector but, and was going to put all this, this stuff on the screen same. and there was going to be audio playing. That's what I expected to happen. Well, I thought episode. they had this whole app. I was like, they have, they have this app. They're going to do like a little IMAX presentation of, of yeah. Assange's life right now, but... That's what I thought. Um, Pascal texts the commissioner that Hassan is in the building, <clears throat> in which case the detectives, the trio, which com- the commissioner Dumont does not know are there, they follow him. Uh, they got some good seats for people who just kind of stormed into this concert. <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I would have thought I had been sold out. Meanwhile, for somebody at knife point, Pellegrini, Pellegrini is oddly calm watching the show again. He might be a psychopath. Might be. Uh, we get a one-on-one fight between Pascal and Hassan where Hassan narrowly defeats him although I don't know how because he was getting his ass whooped but then he hits him with that he get, he gets him with the with the iconic left hand on the shirt right hand just plowing into your face mm-hmm. you know and that was great he hit him like with that five times in a row knocks him out boom Pascal's done we get about some yeah go ahead <clears throat> I was just gonna say during that fight scene though the thing that, that killed me there was the fact that uh, Assange just getting smashed in the ribs with a massive wrench. Like, yes. I mean, a massive wrench. Yeah. Yeah, I so saw I, that. You don't wa- you're not going to walk away from that I, I, guy casually. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I didn't pay attention to it on the, on the second watch because I knew there was something in that fight that I said to myself on the first time. Yeah, th- there's no way you're walking away from that without, like, at least severe mm-hmm. damage. Because uh, it was, yeah. a, now I remember, it was a massive wrench. Like it was, yeah, it was like yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like two feet. Yeah, it was absurd. I don't even know why that was in that room. Uh, to I be honest know. with you, it was like a changing room. Why is that there? Um, <laughs> it's the wrong pipes. Yeah, we get a dope shot of Asan backstage, and the camera kind of does like a a one eighty situation where it's rotating in a circle until he's right side up. Uh, in which at that moment, the commissioner confronts him from behind and tries to arrest Asan. But not before the trio of detectives come up behind him to arrest him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at this point where they arrest Dumont and uh, Gadira tells Sophia to lower her weapon so Hassan can get away. Thoughts on that scene? Really surprised Dumont, knowing what was about to happen with Hassan speaking on the stage. Surprised he didn't just open fire in yeah. that moment. Uh, I mean, what, what would have happened at that he, point? I mean, he, he would, probably would have gone to jail. He like, would have been vindicated. Uh, he would have been vindicated. He could have been like, this guy had a gun behind me. I didn't know it was a detective. They weren't supposed to be here tonight. I opened fire. I shot the detective. Hassan gets arrested because there's, there's a whole mess. Everybody freaks out. The crowd starts mm-hmm. and gets up and leaves. I mean, Dumont could have really saved, it, saved himself yeah. right there. He could uh, have. 
Meanwhile, uh, you know, I'm taking it a step here. Uh, Philippe loads a photo of Hassan and Babacar and projects it onto the screen in anticipation of Hassan's epic speech where he spills the beans on Pellegrini. And right as Hassan mentions that all of the money is being raised and embezzled after he says everything about Babacar and what Pellegrini's done to his life and done to him, mm-hmm. the cops rush in, but Ben cuts the lights from the chandelier. I realized why he was up there. It wasn't just for the view. It was to cut the lights. Uh-huh. Uh, he cuts the lights on the entire place. The crowd freaks out, exits, Hassan disappears. Ben and Philippe get away, which I laughed. My, I literally laughed out loud. Ben's car is ridiculous. It really is. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> They literally are squeezed in there. Great for parking mm-hmm. in the city. Uh, oh, for sure. I, I love how all these shows, the parking's always amazing in these really popular cities. And the streets are oh, always and empty. I, if I could go to Fort Lauderdale even and find a parking spot, I, yeah. I, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. Asan escapes and changes his wardrobe to a fire protection man with a terrible wig and a terrible beard wig. <laughs> <laughs> his outfits are always atrocious. It's hilarious. At, at this point, can we just tell everybody, hey, if there's a 6'5" black man who kind of has the same body <laughs> as a son diop let's pull him over here and like he's the only one who's walking away from the crowd like he's the only one walking out of the building who's an emergency personnel while everyone mm-hmm. else is walking in that's not suspicious i'm so glad that as he's walking out of the building someone recognizes him because yeah. if no one recognized him i would have been furious too uh, easy so he gets chased by these random detectives. I don't know who they are. This is the first time they're on the show. And he hijacks a boat that thankfully has the keys in it. I think he probably planted that boat there from before. There's no yeah, way. I'm pretty sure he had that there. You know, that's the, that's the kind of suspension of disbelief I give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt on here. He's a master burglar, gentleman burglar. The boat was there. Got to be an expensive docking point on a very famous river. You know, mm-hmm. just one boat there, whatever. He gets in it. <laughs> And uh, he gets away. And I love this scene because they play a song that's dedicated to uh, yeah, it's such a great, great song. Isn't that a great song? It is. I was great? trying to find that one, too, but I couldn't find it. I think we need that on this episode to end the episode. <laughs> uh, we cut to Claire and Raul who get a message from Hassan uh, that he left under their bed. Very unique use case for an Apple Watch. Uh, and they meet him at Raul's bridge, which is the bridge that Claire and Hassan uh, named Raul or decided on his name. They end up going because Claire just can't resist Asan's charm. Uh, she, the doctor's just not good enough. He tries, no. but he's just not good enough. Kadira arrests Pellegrini for the murders and crimes he confessed to. And there's a nice shot where Dumont's in the car across from him. Uh, it's a pretty yeah. cool shot. That <laughs> was funny. Dumont's looking at Pellegrini. Pellegrini's not looking at him. That's very typical. Claire and Raul get to the bridge, uh, which is empty. It's so nice. Everything's empty. Uh, and Asan goes up to meet them from, from the boat. Claire asks if it's finished. Asan promises and says, yes, it is. But he says he has to get away from them. So the plan is for Asan to go away for a bit for their safety. And he will be back. And like Batman, he says, you won't see him, but he'll be watching. So the episode ends with Asan disappearing in a, do- a really cool shot heading out the other way. And this aerial shot yeah. that shows the entire city lit up with There's sirens. Every cop it in the amazing. entire, like, city was amazing there. amazing so that means he stayed in paris because there's no way you're getting out of paris with that amount of cops uh-uh. uh so he definitely stayed there for a bit and that's the end of the part two chapter 10 finale i yeah 
what do you think, Zach? What, what did you? What were your overall takeaways? This was your first time watching. What were your what were your thoughts? And was it worth the journey? It was. I really liked it, it and it was a it was a great ending. You know, it, it gave you that that sense of resolution, but uh, at the same time, really gives you a, a you know opening to to continue and carry it on, which is which is great. I mean, you want to want to leave something a little open ended there, but I liked it. What's next for Asan? That was too shallow of an answer for me. I didn't like that answer at all. What's I think Asan, I think Asan is walking around the corner to jump in the car with Benjamin, who are then <laughs> going to take a road trip out of the country and just go rob some old people. Wow. They could do that, right? Yeah, that's 100%. Benjamin's Why? just sitting sitting there at the end of the road. We didn't see him. So it's going to pick up in the next in the next part and you're just going to see uh See Hassan walking towards this this crappy little yellow I, car. I will tell you this. I don't want the next part to start and he's back in the city. I need a few episodes of his life outside of the city on the on the run. I need a few Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it needs to start with him getting in the car from this point. And they drive, like I'm saying, they leave the city. They're going out. They, get, they go away. They get away. And, you know, they get into their habits again. You know, now, now we kind of get back to this whole, it's just the fun and games of well, being a gentleman burglar. He's in Europe. I mean, a country's not that far away, a different country. No, it would be it, nice it's to like see a couple him, hours. Yeah. It would be nice to see him leave them, leave the country, go to a different place. And we get to see like Asan in Italy or something, you know, mm-hmm. the immortal, put him in the immortal city and just let him like, I don't know, come up with some conspiracy that he finds and ends up doing some, some stuff. That's what I want to see. I don't want to come back to this Pellegrini storyline. I want no, a new story. I, I, they need they need to move on from this whole. I think the Pellegrini storyline needs to be completely done, unless there's some just romantic show or episode between Juliet and, and um, Asan, which I really don't even want to see. I'm not a huge fan of Juliet. I'd I'd rather see him get back with Claire in, in some manner. I agree. I agree. I'm not I'm not Team Juliet here, but. I'm not necessarily team Claire either, because that means Asan can't be a gentleman burglar if he's with Claire. No, it's true. It's true. She has to accept it. But, but her son is, is going down that same path. And I have a no, feeling he's not. He, what do you mean? He's not. He's not. Are you crazy? He started. You got to start by reading the books, man. Asan's not going to let him go down that path. What? Become a criminal. You think his dad's going to let him become a criminal? A gentleman burglar? It's a criminal still. It it's his life. It's what he does. I agree with it's you. It's his work. I mean, it's his passion. It's who he is. I think you'd be proud of yours. I mean, look at how excited he was because his son lo- wanted to read the book. I read Harry Potter. I don't want to be a wizard. Actually, I take that back. I, I didn't want I, to be a wizard. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Well, Asan read the book and now he he's become the the real life uh, Lupin. I think Look, his son is eventually going to go go farther down that path. Of course, we want Raul to go down the father's path, but it's not the show's not about him yet. The show has to not be about yet, the son right now. not yet. But because the son is on his way in that direction, I feel like there's some possibility that Claire ends up being like, you know what? They're like, she's going to have to accept him for who he is. That's about it. I hope you're right, but I think you're wrong. Um, uh, we'll see. I can't wait for my whiskey bottle here and i can't <laughs> wait for part three of lupin and by then i would like for this podcast that we have a video feed going on the podcast that we can upload would be nice um yeah. that we can work on 
something or other there. We have another I series have a nice background. coming soon. Uh, after this, uh, we're going to yes. have a cadence of, let me not commit to any sort of cadence here, but we're planning on a, probably a bi-weekly recording, which I don't know what that would translate yeah. to as far as our recording schedule. Uh, I'm not recording schedule, our release schedule, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to do another television show walkthrough of a very, um, of a very popular show that is returning back for another and final season soon. So that's my hint. That's my clue. And uh, Good hint. comment and let us it. know if, if you have any guesses on what it is. And what you might want us to walk through any, any shows that you may um, love and want somebody to do some commentary over and kind of just talk about it for a couple of, well, this isn't a couple of hours. How long, how long is this episode today? It's it's almost exactly an hour each time. Uh, we're about a forty five minute episode. I think that's about as good as we are right now. It's about a forty five minute episode for now. Yeah. Um. Let's end it here. Let's give predictions on part three. Um. And I mean, I already get. I already gave mine. He he gets in the car with Ben. They leave the country and they get back into their old habits and they they start uh stealing things from people in a I'm polite not, manner. I'm, I'm not gonna give. This is this is what I want to happen. This is not what I predict will happen. I'll give both. I'll give what I predict will happen, what will happen. Uh, what I think is going to happen, I think Pellegrini gets off, gets off the crimes. And um, I think we have a continuation of this situation here with Pellegrini. What I want to happen is for the Pellegrini situation to be resolved, for Assange still to have to be out of the country for a bit, and uh, for some caper to emerge in some other country. Where uh, perhaps there's another love interest. And so we get to see kind of like a James Bond-esque situation mm. with the son. Problem with the son is, uh, it's not a problem really, but he has roots laid down. You know, he's got Claire and he's got his son. So he's different from a James Bond character who has no roots. Oh, yeah. uh, he has a lot invested in his location. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, I really want to learn more about that too. How many hideouts does he have? I told you I want to see more flashbacks of his early thieving. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be a great spinoff show. And uh, I, I'm sure Netflix will kind of take this for as, as much as they can get it. And I really don't believe in, you know, milking the cash cow, but uh, they got a lot of content here to work with for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have a whole lifetime of, uh, of this character. I mean, in all reality, it's not a small portion of his, his life. Yeah. Um, another news, we got to make some merch for Jacuse, the dog. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> that dog. <laughs> Uh, my my screen is stuck on a scene with a, with Hassan on the bench. Jacuse is next. It was a cute dog, man. Uh, I was just gonna say that's the kind of dog you want to just like punt. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I hear you, but no, nah, that dog is good. It's a good dog. All right, Zach, plug us on the way out. Uh, ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, once I'm Mario, and uh, this is the first official series conclusion for uh, a show here, right? I mean, I guess yeah, at the moment we're, that. we're all caught up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we're caught up. There's, there's nothing new at this time that we're aware of. Wow. We did it. So. Did it. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, look awesome. forward to the next one. Yeah. So, uh, you can follow, well, actually you can listen to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify podcasts, Google podcasts. You can visit our website at storyarchives.themidnightexchange.com, which brings us to themidnightexchange.com, which is 
uh, our podcast network. So you can go check them out and you can listen to their podcast. Well, it, it's also us, but you can listen to that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. And um, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we actually have a Story Archives Instagram, right, Mario? That is, uh, yeah. what's what's the handle for that? Story Archives. There you go. Beautiful. Story Archives is the handle for Instagram. Then you can find the Midnight Exchange on Instagram and Facebook at the Midnight Exchange and on Twitter at THME Podcast. And I think that will uh, that will conclude things for, for this season. I think so. Thank you, ladies and gents, again for tuning in. Until the next time, until the next series, we hope you tune into our um, series on a new show coming up because Lupin's probably not coming back until next year, I would assume, or at least late this at year, earliest, probably yeah. December. Maybe uh, they have a pretty fast production turnaround, but I think this is going to be a completely new story. So um, we probably won't see this until 2022. That'd be my mm-hmm. best guess. Um, yeah. Zach, a pleasure as always. Uh, Buffalo Trace whiskey bottle, probably like the, <laughs> the, lar- the big bottle, and we'll celebrate uh, poolside. Yeah. Zach's Sounds got this good. great Next. community pool. You know, it's I phenomenal, do. guys. It's a great pool. It. It's always it's always empty. Great. Great. <laughs> great stuff. All right. Next weekend. Until next time. Peace out. Have a good one. <laughs>